Yo. 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 Welcome to another shitty podcast, bitch. Yo, 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 yo. This week's episode is brought to you by Strip Club Chicken. Because when I'm given a choice between the two types of titties, I'm going with the chickies. Strip Club Chicken. Finger looking good. And this hangover is sponsored by the most popular cognac brand in the world. Went to a rap show last night, sponsored by this cognac brand. And, yep. What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your mother flipping? This where it gets weird. We never know how to end. And now we end it. Nick, what's up, buddy? How oh are you doing? Gosh, dude, I just worked <laughs> every day. What's going on in your week? <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. What's going on in your cool, week? Cool, man. Um, Kind of had a crazy week so far. Did some working. Last weekend, well, you and I have talked, but for our listeners, obviously, that's what we do it for. Um, this point of the sky. We do it for you. Dude, I went on a road trip with my girlfriend. Now I said it live on the podcast. That was a hard G, too. Said it on the podcast, Stephanie. Follow oh, the, said her name. And said her name. Uh, <laughs> I what? did that wrong. I should have done that. What? Oh, man. You need another coffee. I do, I too. do need another coffee. Uh, Girlfriend with a hard D. Shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, Nick. I meant to say. You ass. I ruined it. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that didn't work out for you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, we took a road trip. She works in music, and one of her bands that she reps was playing this kind of like bougie festival at a winery mm-hmm. uh, in Sonoma. Arizona? My roommate, my roommate thought I was in Sedona because she's like, "Dude, you went to Sedona and San Fran in the same week." I'm like, "No, so I wasn't the only one." You thought I was in Sedona? No, that was what we did last. Remember last week we had the discussion about how you were like, "I'm going to Sonoma," and I was like, "Arizona," and you said Sonoma, and I go Arizona, and then we did that dance for way too long. Yeah, no. So uh, apparently, I'm not country. the only idiot you hang out with. <laughs> Wine country, so near Napa. So went up there, uh, they played the festival, and they were the first to go on. Uh, shout out to The Score. Really cool guys, actually. And then we, I just got to hang out with the band. It was gnarly. Felt really cool. <laughs> what do rock stars do nowadays? Is it still all about Coke? Coke. These guys, honestly, I don't think the, the people I were with did that, or less, at least I'm not. I'm fucking with you. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I mean, some people might be raging, but... We were just casually drinking and then eating all day. It was awesome. Hmm. And then I got a little buzzed. It was great. Beautiful backdrop. Yeah. And then I hung out with some of the other bands that played. It was kind of crazy. I saw the Mr. Wives played. I was pumped for our boy Stu. Well, yeah. Uh, Did I tell you that I hung out with them? No, you didn't. And like met the chick? Yeah? Yeah. 
Uh, Andrew's not, Stu's not very happy about that. Oh, he's actually pissed now? He was like giving me grief about it. I'm sure he's not going to listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> that's my roommate. I doubt he's ever listened to an episode of this podcast, uh, sadly, but whatever. Um, <laughs> no, I told him that. I was like, and I was texting him. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then I saw him in person when I got home. He's like, yeah, man, yeah, kind of over that band. And I'm like, you're not fucking, oh, you're just grumpy that I met this band. Why can't you be happy? I thought, sour. You know, I shared that. It's like when I, you have a crush I, on I a girl, but cool. then your boy starts talking to her, and you're like, yeah. oh, I, I never really liked never liked her anyway. Anyway, they were way cool. Um, it was fun. And then we spent Sunday in San Francisco, mm-hmm. which I've never been. Mm-hmm. Really pretty. That city is awesome. Uh, some people have been asking me what I thought. So I went on a trip to Portland recently for a wedding. And then to this trip. You little traveling Portland, boy. Well, Portland, yeah. Portland was, I, San Francisco rocked my socks off. Uh, I just, it, the architecture, the layout of the city, the diversity of people, things to do, the food was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Ate some bomb-ass seafood, like, right off the ocean. It really is um, a nice place. And in comparison, I was like, this place is way cooler than Portland. Mm-hmm. Like, every, like, a lot of people are like, Portland fucking rules. I'm like, Portland's just cheap. Like a for, like, you can live like a king mm. if you're from LA. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of beer and there's yeah. trees. One thing's for sure: San Francisco is not cheap. It's no, even more expensive yes. than Los Angeles. Yes, but it is beautiful, and there's a lot to do, and there's real people there. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, dude, we um, so the famous hill, right, Dolores Park. Mm-hmm. We went there, uh, laid out a blanket, had a couple spliffs, mm-hmm. or I think only one. But then we brought like some treats out there. We went to this bakery. Dude, it was nuts. I've never seen anything like it. You know, it's like a normal park, but there were so many people there. People laying out, people playing frisbee, spike ball, playing music, hanging out with their dogs, reading a book. Mm-hmm. Then I started walking, or I started looking around. People are walking around with coolers, ice cold beer, uh, like a ballpark, water, soda, ice cold beer. This one guy comes by, homemade edibles, rolled joints, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is crazy. There's a group of like male cheerleaders doing like flips and shit. It was like every type of person hanging out and doing their thing. Way cool. Um, the only bummer was like, <laughs> I was telling Steph, I was like, the only bummer, the other side of that coin is when everything's cool and everything like, oh, just do you and be free and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I was like, people were like letting their dogs just walk wherever. And we got this bomb ass lemon bar. So it's kind of funny. Dog walked by and ate half of it in front of us, this little pug, and then vomited it right next to us. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Remember last week when we were talking about how you're not a dog person and you always claim to be not, not a dog person? Oh, I remember. I don't like, I don't like random people's animals roaming around eating my fucking overpriced lemon bar. All that I'm saying. And that's the quote of the week. All that I'm saying is that the body of evidence against you liking dogs, continues to grow larger and larger. <laughs> oh, I hate you, Nick. What else happened? Uh, and then it was a gorgeous trip up and down. Went and saw Firestone Walker on the way up, took the the highway along the ocean. What did you think of the one? Isn't beautiful. it beautiful? Beautiful. Even the five on the way back, it's like farmland, but mm-hmm. we saw the sunset, gorgeous. So I was like, there's a lot of cow manure, there's a lot of cattle. Yeah. 
whatever. You're but from, it's from Missouri. You're used to yeah, that. Yeah, but it, it was a reminder of like, man, I really love this state. And I think I need to do that more frequently, like explore places in the state of California. Outside the city. The state of California and just the West Coast in general of like, there's so much to do here. Within just like a day drive, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I had a blast. And then been working. And then last night I went to another event with my lady. Uh, she reps the rapper Wale. My name Wale and I came to get it. And he's coming out with a new album. And it was an album release party. And that shit started off pretty calm and then got, I wouldn't say like out of hand, but it was just like. To yeah, borrow a get, term from it, the early 2000s, did he get buck? <laughs> <laughs> I like medium buck. Not like full buck. Not like a 16-point buck. That was for you, Nick. I don't know if that's a good... That's a lot, right? 16-point buck? Yeah, I'd be pretty fucking stoked with a 16-point buck. Wait, what's a normal one? Five-point? I don't know. I think I a lot know. of people... I think most people would be pretty happy, pretty dang happy with a 8-point buck. Okay, cool. Nowadays. Anyway... I, it, it was just like clearly like yo like people are tying one on it was like open bar hmm. uh, a certain brand of cognac can I say now yeah oh Hennessy yeah. Uh, I haven't really ever had Hennessy I maybe had it once or twice it's not really that good it's like it's a brandy right and it's like kind of syrupy but they mix it with this ginger beer and hibiscus something or other and it's like kind of like a fruity great thing about ginger beer is it makes anything tolerable. Yeah, I mean, those are crushable, mm-hmm. and I did become inebriated. And you I, crushed some of the crushable But it was just like, man, why is this such a popular drink? I don't get it. Um, it's one of the many mysteries of the world. And who are we to know? Instant headache. Or solve that problem. But it was cool, man. It was kind of surreal to be there. Um, one moment was he had Boogie. Have I t- I've told you about boogie, boogie. with a hoodie or Boogie? Just Boogie. Okay. I've talked about it on the pod. Yeah. Uh, Ansem and I went and saw him at the Roxy. Yep. Dude, he's featured on one of Wally's new songs, and he was just like, chilling. He like shouted him out, and I was like, I told my girlfriend, I was like, yo, I have to, you know, maybe I had a couple Hennessy's in me, so I was like, I got to go see what's up to this dude. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of chilling on the outside of like where everyone was, and I just went up, I was like, yo, loved your latest album, I saw your show, like, your energy was great, like, it was so cool, you, like, he brought several people on stage. Like, he saw his fans singing, and he'd just pull them up with security guard and just have them, like, rap the song with him. That's dope. It was so cool. And it was, like, just a lot of love, and the music itself is good. He signed up Shady Records. Oh. M's record. Yeah, and M's on one of his um, songs. So. I mean, if there's ever a cosign that I need, that's the one. Yeah. I'm sold. So, you should listen to him more. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's what... What's up with my week? Little bummed to hear that Seinfeld didn't show up to the Wale concert. Uh, oh, yo. concert. Yeah, Wale, for people that don't know Wale, uh, a few years ago he did a joint album with Jerry Seinfeld called The Album About Nothing. And, and it's it, fantastic. And there's just like sound clips of him and Jerry hanging out and then sound clips from Seinfeld. I actually really fuck with that album. That's the album that made me a Wale fan. I liked Ambition. That was like, you know, that workout song or like football song back in the day. And then he was featured on that. What are you doing? Got me in a train. Oh, no hands with Waka Flocka Flame. Whenever you, we talked about this. this. Whenever, whenever you try to describe a song by singing it. it, it doesn't help. I can't do it. But thanks for telling us about your week, dude. Oh, lastly, Brandon Erickson 
moves to LA tomorrow. Tomorrow, which this podcast will come out later, mm-hmm. but we're excited. And most importantly, we can finally have him on the, the show properly. It's that time of the episode where we do the weather, because we do this for every episode. Now we're going to send it outside to Trent, who's going to tell us about the weather. Trent, can you tell us about the weather? Oh, hey, Nick. Yeah, I'm outside. Sorry there's a little bit of delay there. Uh, You know, we're in Southern California, and it's usually pretty sunny, but today, you know what? (laughs) Pull the the curveball on us. It's kind of cloudy. I'm still hungover. Thank you very much, Trent, for that weather report. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of another shitty podcast. We are thrilled to have our guest on today. They're very funny, they're very talented, and do I say they're very charming and handsome. Stop it. Neil Nanda, everybody. Stop it. (laughs) Yo. I I was trying to remember what you did my show, I think, last month? Yeah. And there was one thing I was like, well, I was like, do you want me to plug anything? And there was like one thing I was like, I was like, can I say like you have like a really big dick or something like that? Like, oh no, biggest dick in the game. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> like, don't say yeah. that. But I kind of want someone to say that. I've always, you know, it's funny because I when I travel, when I like uh, do the road and shit, if I'm like featuring or headlining or whatever, I always ask the host to do it, and they always laugh, and I go, but like if you do, I'm not gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody ever do it? No one's ever done it. Why? Someday, someday. It's because it's a thing where I I always chicken out. It's me. It's not them. I always go, nah, I don't do it. No, 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 no. But every time someone says, hey, what's your crest? What do you want to bring you up to? Uh, biggest dick in the game. Every time. Just, yes. I don't know why. It's, it's a habit. I, you know what? Someday, I'm going to do it tonight. Fuck it. Yeah. I got a show tonight. Let's do it. Where's Hell the show yeah. tonight? Uh, Sycamore Tavern. Uh, and then I'm doing Ha Ha Comedy Club. Nice. So both shows, biggest dick in the game. Yeah. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> hey, the you know, truth don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Dude. I got to let them know. Uh, you say truth don't lie? Truth don't lie. <laughs> That's my uh, new bumper sticker. Truth don't lie? <laughs> Is that Nelly Furtado song? That sounds like a, like, you remember those AN1 shirts? Like, oh, yeah. dunking on people? It sounds like, truth don't lie? Like, someone's dunking on me. You just, like, fucking rebrand those shirts. Just say, pod don't lie. Ooh. Oh, no not, no face basketball player breaking some Which one? You had a couple. Which one was your favorite? I had one that said, I believe in recycling. I'm going to use you over and over again. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Like, it was black and had, like, a, like a neon blue lightning like bolts that. on it. Okay. Did you have any of those, new? I, I wasn't cool enough. Like, I had one that was, like, call me UPS because you just got checked. Or something like something stupid like that. Yeah, I had a couple. I had a couple. You know what it is. <laughs> call me call me UPS. I found drugs. <laughs> call me UPS. I'm an Indian guy. <laughs> My name is Kripal. <laughs> what is it? Mm. Hell yeah! Thanks for waking up in the morning. Oh yeah, and coming down here. Thanks for the coffee, It's like the man. earliest I've. We've seen each other. This is the yeah. earliest I've been awake. Yeah. <laughs> like we were saying, this is not a morning town at all. Well, this is not a morning career. No. That's <laughs> so why I got no. into this. Yeah. So I could be asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> I said I have a show tonight. I didn't say I have a show right now. <laughs> I, just, I don't have a show right after this. We were uh, we were setting up for the, the podcast, and we have this lovely uh, piano in the corner. And Neil... Uh, 
out of nowhere it was just uh, tickling these sweet ivories. Oh, dude, I love a piano, man. If there's a piano in a room, I will play. That's my rule, actually. I have a rule. Even with on stage, like when you saw that clip yeah. we were talking about, I have a rule that if there's a piano on a stage, I'm playing it. I don't care. I don't care where. If it's like there's 10 people, there's 100 people, there's five. Uh-huh. It's just me. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to do it. And it's always, um, it, it kind of sucks because it does cut out a lot of time. Because, mm. like, I'll do a set that's, like, 10 or 15 minutes, and then, like, I'll play piano, and in three jokes, it'll be, like, a minute and a half, two minutes, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. just the, the chord changes and shit. So I'll do a one-liner, and that one-liner will take 50 seconds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where on stage, I would take 20. Yeah. You know, if I were just blah, 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 blah. But with the piano, there's, like, chord changes and funnier. pauses. I think it's funnier, too. It's its own yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah, it's its own style. I think it's really fun. It's like, dramatic pauses. Right, yeah. 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 I always think of, like, you know, the Purple Onion, the um, Zach Alphabetic yeah. special. Yeah, yeah. Does it? Oh, Killer. so funny. Dude, uh, have you guys seen... Did it drop yet, that Netflix... Um, the Between, Between Two Birds? Oh, it's hilarious. You watched it? So funny. Okay, cool. His his impression of Van Gogh, which not going to play on the podcast at yeah. all. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, did you, do you remember? Did you see this? No. Spoiler. No. Um, he, has uh. a, he does his impression. He's like, oh, this is my impression of Van Gogh picking up a phone. And he goes, hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing. The funniest thing I've ever seen. Dude. So I forget... Um, every time I see Zach Alphonsus, I'm like, dude, you're one of the funniest fuckers on the planet. He's yeah. phenomenally so funny. He's so funny, dude. Yeah, so I, it's a good watch, though. Oh, yeah. I, was te- I think it's I was texting you about it. Are you in Sipka? You sent me a Paul, the Paul Rudd clip. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I hope, because the, the clips, the little interviews are fucking gold. There's like 15 of those in the movie. Okay, because I was like, I hope it doesn't turn into like... Well, but there's an actual story corny. behind it, right? They're on a traveling across the country or doing yeah, some sort of thing. Yeah, it's not... Re- it's like it's like a bullshit story. You know what okay. I mean? It's a bullshit means to a, an, a, you know, an end of like uh-huh. this dumb interview, you know, uh, sequence or whatever. But it's really funny. All right, it's cool. It probably just needs to serve the purpose to just... Break it up for a second so right. you can see the good the good parts. But if you see right. the good part the whole time, you'll just be bored. It's really fun. The whole thing is funny. Awesome. I, I'll, I'll give it that. It's great. Right. You gotta give it a shot. Watch that. And smoke weed. Smoke weed every day. So every, every day. day, just in general. Hey. Just in general. Not not for the movie. Just in general. Yeah. Just you know, if you know Nate Dog. R.I.P. R.I.P. Nate Dog. Yeah. If that was the only thing that Nate Dog ever did, if he wasn't like if he didn't if he didn't have incredible in different hooks, area codes. Yeah. Or yeah he's like. Classic mm-hmm. West Coast songs. If he just said "smoke weed every day" at the end of the next episode, he still would be a fucking legend. I mean, he's honestly like a lot of people. That's all the work they know of Nate Dogs. You smoke know what I'm saying? Like where they're like, "Oh, the smoke weed every day." I'm like, "Yeah, he had hoes in different area codes, mm-hmm. and till my lungs collapse, till my time." You know, he had other tracks. You know what I'm saying? I love uh, uh, "Nobody Does It Better." Hear that? Nobody does it better. Every time I do this whole... No, I, you don't hear that song very much, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, 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 I think I know what you're talking about. There's G-Coast, man. G-Coast. He, mm-hmm. he started yeah. that. Every time I go, hey, have you heard this song? And then I try to sing the song, no one ever knows No one ever knows it. <laughs> maybe you it helps need if you sing on Yeah, that's maybe you get singing lessons. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Right. I was going to say the same shit, man. Maybe, it would help if, like, you, uh, you know, weren't tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> might help. It might. Cool. I'm saying it might. So I'm going to quit this podcast and just start uh, <laughs> s- no, singing no, lessons. No, no, no. I don't think that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I have talked about it briefly. At least I was texting you about it. Uh, I was talking about the Netflix special with Zach, mm-hmm. uh, the Dave Chappelle special. Oh, six and songs. 
Dude. Oh, we're going to get into it? We're going to get I into mean, it. I mean, do you want Let's to? Fucking get into it. <laughs> I'm, I'm down to get into it. That's cool. It's just funny because I didn't realize that a comedy special would be so divisive. Right? This, I, didn't, I didn't realize that like um, um, somebody's laughter was so harmful to everybody on the planet. Like, you know, well, I, even I, with some co- comics. It's right. Like, well, it's like my opinion is like, oh, I thought it was funny. And everyone was like, you fucking bigot. And I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Because I laughed. I'm a, I just, I, why can't I like that? And like Hannah Gatsby, why can't I like both? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I gotta? Ju- why do I gotta be a bigot? Because I like, you know, um, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I, I thought did it too. was. I mean, he is a master of the craft. And what I really so I watched the special three times because okay. he's a master of the craft. Yeah. I've also seen his other specials several times because. Oh, yeah. He's a master of his craft. He's the greatest comedian alive right now, yeah. I believe. I think he's the greatest comedian alive. Where do you think he ranks all time? All time? I mean, top top five for sure. Yeah. I, I, it's hard because, you know, every, it's hard because he is generally gener, – I think it's generational. It changes. Yeah. I think it changes. It's like, it's like you know, there was Jordan, we have LeBron. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's not like – it's not like, oh, one is necessarily better than the well, other. The game's different. Just except like, Michael Jordan. Right? But, like, it's not that <laughs> – <laughs> Except, uh, you know, Michael Jordan. But it's, at the same time, it's like <laughs> – you know? That makes Nick really happy. <laughs> we did a whole we, episode we thought, about we, we Michael thought, Jordan. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I'm not saying one is better than the other, except Michael Jordan definitely is. But I'm, what I'm saying is that, you know, the torch gets passed every generation. And, and every generation of comedy and humor as, as similar with romance and drama and shit. Like, you can't make romantic movies like we were making in the 50s and shit. Yeah. You can't make dra- dramatic films. Like, just like, slapping the yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. You can't slap. Yeah, exactly. I love you. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't do that shit anymore, unfortunately. And it's it's really unfortunate that, you know, um, this, this is going to be the snippet that gets me canceled. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, I, when yeah, I, yeah. Me being sarc- my sarcastically saying that you yeah. can't unfortunately... <laughs> Hit wi- and it's gonna be like he says it's unfortunate that we can't hit women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. He can't be on SNL or, what- or whatever. Um, I'm never gonna be on SNL. Hey, if our podcast gets you yeah, canceled, canceled, I'm happy. Congratulations, because that means our be- podcast is going somewhere. This is gonna be the podcast that I call you. I call you in four years. Hey, dog, can you delete this uh, uh, t- before before uh, Tuesday? Because I got an announcement, and I just, uh, yeah, just delete it, dude. Just delete. Lord, Lord just told me I'm on the show. Yeah, it's Lord, I need yeah. To- <laughs> Uh, well, hey, you know what? That, that's what's crazy. Like now, I have to literally go. Hey, guys, I was being sarcastic about saying, unfortunately, I think it's I think it's horrible what they did to women in the. Fi- you know, what I gotta do that? Yeah. You know, I gotta do? be like, hey, guys, yeah. remember how I'm a comedian? Yeah, hey, guys, I remember, was joking. Yeah, that's the thing. Also, about when I see these uh, these bloggers' articles, that the thing that makes me so angry is when I see these articles and they go, and then Bill Burr stated. That. And I go, no, he joked. He never stated. Yeah. We, I've never stated anything on stage. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing I'm stating. There's no. And then he, uh, you know, and then he continued to, you know, discuss. I've never discussed anything. Yeah, yeah. I've never stated. I'm joked. Yeah, it's yeah. Bill Burr joked that. Bill Burr sarcastically stated or said, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I've never stated. I've never discussed. I've never dissertated. I've never done any of those things that you're putting into. Because yeah. if you go, yo, uh, Dave Chappelle said this, 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 you go, oh, he said oh, that? He's a, he, well, he's a comic. Well, you go, he said that. You read yeah, it as he right. said that. But when you watch it, you understand he's jo- there's there's inflection, there's yeah. timing, there's sarcasm, there's... And he's the, a comedian. He's a comedian. There's time. <laughs> there's, there's, there's so much that goes into it. Uh, but what I thought about the special is I watched it three times. 
I really enjoyed it. And the third time I watched it, I was watching because, you know, the first time I watched it, I was unbiased because your boy watched it at midnight. Yeah. Okay. Your boy stayed up because it's an event for me, man. Yeah. He's the great, he's a me childhood too. hero. Yeah, like, yeah. this is the man. So I watched it at it was midnight. taped in Atlanta, too. It was taped in Atlanta. That yeah. made me so happy. What I, was it taped at? I, nope. It looked like Not the sure. Fox Theater or the Tabernacle. I'm going to guess. I don't know. Um, it wasn't a club. It was a theater. It was a big, For sure, big, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Tabernacle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The stage, I just thought I thought I remember the stage being like pretty small. Well, I think he does the thing, which I love when comedians do on specials, I, I when they do the catwalk, yeah. where they make the stage built so you're like surrounded by the audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is the best way to do comedy. Yeah, it's yeah. in people's, like just on top of people, yeah, you know, yeah. people surrounding you. It's the best way to do it. Um, but I watched it three times. The first time I watched it unbiasedly, right? I watched it because I, I saw it at midnight. I never, I didn't see a review. Nobody told me not to like it. And so I, yeah. went, I went to bed like, wow, that was amazing. That was incredible. I, I loved every second of it. That was really funny. Of course, there were some jokes I didn't laugh at as hard as other jokes. I mean, it's a special, you know. To me, if I don't laugh at 5 or 10%, that's still an A. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's still a 90, 95, you know? Yeah. And that's how I felt. I was like, yo, that's like a 95. That was good. Was like a 90, you know, 94, 95. There was like 6% of it. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I mean, there's going to be mush in every, everything. Sure. Do you so, want to be able to laugh at everything like it's like it's a top, like a 10 out of 10 joke? Or do you want a musicality throughout your set? So I want a musicality throughout my set, but I want to, to have laughter in every punch. Like whether the, the joke, you know, because his jokes aren't. 30 seconds long. Mm-hmm. His jokes are four minutes yeah, long. I want to laugh in that four minutes, you know. I want to yeah. laugh in the in the five-minute chunk or whatever, in the seven-minute chunk. So uh, I, I agree with you. Yeah, you want some musicality. You want some attention. You want them to be able to break the tension. So I watched it one time, and then the shitstorm happened the next day. You just, wake up to it. Yeah. I wake up to everyone's it's just like, hey, guys. Cancel Dave Chappelle. Sure. Shit. Like, and it's like, hey, Don't guys, watch it. Yo, and it's like, yo... Y'all don't got jobs, you know. Like, do yeah. something with your life. Like, you don't have anything. <laughs> like, this is what you're doing all day, you know. You but if you don't like, and also if you don't like it, don't want. Like, there are specials. Like, I see somebody special on Netflix, and I was like, hey, watch this shit. And I go, nah, I don't fuck with that guy, and yeah. I just don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't fuck with Dave Chappelle, if you're mad at him from his last special for making trans jokes, yeah. then don't watch this special. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that there's eight thousand specials on Netflix to choose from? Yeah, just on but Netflix. you choose to hate one dude special you don't even like, yeah. dude. Go. watch watch Hannah Gatsby. Go watch what's free. It's not for you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't watch Paw Patrol. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's not for me. Yeah, Paw Patrol. Paw, could, you ima- could you imagine? Paw Patrol. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. Could you imagine if I'm out here like, yo, Paw Patrol is it's it's derivative and it's, you know, <laughs> if I'm sitting here like, why, yeah, yeah, why am I, exactly, why are you watching it? If it's not for you, why are you yeah. watching it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I he said that in the special. Yeah, he's, he's like, you clicked he's like, on my you face? You literally clicked on my face. You did. And it's like, dude, my issue is like, Oh, they shouldn't be making these stupid <clears throat> jokes anymore. Right. You know, oh, we're past that. It's 2019. Like, that's insensitive. I think that's why he should be making those jokes. That's what I think. Right. And I think, too, maybe the the subject matter, what he's talking about is dated. Mm-hmm. He still makes it fucking funny. I th- so that's what I was going to say. At the end of the day, if it's a joke about trans people or some kind of race relations or racist shit or... Uh, you know, some you know, a rape joke, or he did the mass shooting. That was brilliant. Fucking brilliant, brilliant, joke. brilliant joke about mass shooting. And so, it's like he ma- that. That's what so the comics I'll, are their I'll, jobs. Like, make I'll those say funny. this. So I, I watched it one time. 
you know, without bias. I watched it after the shitstorm. People don't cancel him, whatever. He's horrible. He's per- perpetuating blah, blah, blah yeah. stereotypes. Uh, I watched it a second time, and I was like, I still like it. Then I watched it a third time with a friend. I realized that every issue, that every joke that he brought up, every issue, the antithesis, the the purpose behind each joke was laughter. That was it. That was it. Every punchline he got, like, it would be like serious, 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 serious. Boom, 37-year-old pussy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it, it would be like serious, serious, yeah. serious, serious, serious. And then it'd be like, boom, you know, like, uh, you know, you're poor or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it was just like it, it, every single punchline that came through, it was like, yeah, he's he's talking how he, he's talking about how he feels. He's talking about what he thinks. But at the end of the day, he wants to make that entire room laugh. He wants to make everybody enjoy themselves. He's doing his job. So yeah. at the end of the day, I don't care what you say if you elicit a laughter. If you elicit laughter, I don't give a fuck if you call whatever yeah. you call me yeah. or her or them or whatever. If you make a room full of people laugh, like those people that were in that theater didn't go home like, wow, that was unbelievable what he said. I can't believe you know yeah. they're on their ride home like the thirty seven year old pussy the whole ride. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I think as long as your intention is to make people laugh, you're doing your job. Yeah, like it's like if your accountant is like out there like smoking weed and eating Cheetos or whatever, but he gets your taxes done. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't need to know his personal. I don't care if he's getting his dick sucked in the bathroom. As long as he gets my fuck. <laughs> as long as he, yo, as long as he, hey, consensually, as long as he gets, yo, and not a coworker under his level. I, I mean, I'm talking like his, I'm talking like his girlfriend comes and visits him at work and she's like, hey babe, you wanna go to the bathroom? And he's like, I'm really stressed out. I gotta get Neil's taxes done. Yeah. And she, and she's like, don't well, let me let me take care of some of your stress. I don't care. I don't care that that happened. As long as oh hey by April fourteenth it's fi- oh it's, yeah. it's filed. Thank you, thank you, oh <laughs> thank you, Moshe. I appreciate you. He's got to be Jewish. Yeah. Thank you. It's Alan. My guy's Alan. But, yeah. You know, uh, Schreiber. Uh, Shout out to Alan Schreiber. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't care, Alan. If you're getting your dick sucked, good for you, dude. As long as you get my taxes done. So that's the way I look at it. It's like, yo, if Chappelle... Chappelle is out here saying what he wants, how he wants to say it, and it's like, what, what are we gonna pretend that there's no diversity of thought anymore? Are we gonna pretend yeah. that certain people don't think a certain way, certain people don't think, and it's like, oh, it's, but it's wrong to think that way. I can't control how I think. You know what I'm saying? I wrote a bit the other day, and I really believe this. I feel like, you know, people that are racist or homophobic, whatever, I don't think it's 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 becoming. We're living in a world now where it's not even conducive to be that way. Like it's yeah. not even fun to be racist anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like I, it's not fun because it fucks shit up for me. I was watching American Horror Story. This is a little bit of a tangent, but That's I was fun. watching American Horror Story uh, Apocalypse. Have you guys seen it? No, not that I one. Good. Yet. It's pretty good. I've only seen one episode. Okay. So no spoilers because I've only seen one episode because the first episode fucked me up. Okay. There's an apocalypse, right? The fucking L.A. gets bombed. Hong Kong. The whole world just fucking it's over. The yeah. first right? episode just all this shit happens? All this shit happens. Okay. And so the government goes and they find the, the smartest minds upcoming, like the people with the highest IQs and best genetics and whatever. And they get them. They put them in a bunker together because they're like, we're going to repopulate with the smartest minds. Mm-hmm. 
Not one Indian dude? <laughs> not one in, not one Karthik. Not one Chandani. Not one Sumesh. Not not one Sarek. No one. Not one. It's all white dude. Like a white dude, a black girl. Like listen, we're all equal. No, we're not. There's gotta be have you seen the spelling bees? Not one not one spelling bee winner. Yeah, no win every time. No, yes. I know. And you know what I was thinking? I was like, there's gotta be like, there's gotta be a bunch of disappointed Indian dads out yeah. there like my son didn't get into Harvard or the bunker. It's yeah, the bunker. <laughs> But what I'm saying is like that's my thought, and it's like, yo, that's racist. That is racist. Yeah. Because I'm supposed to go, oh, everybody's equal. Kyle can get in, and vote. Yeah. no, Kyle can't get in unless yeah. it's Kyle Cho. That's the only Kyle that can get in. <laughs> not, not, not Kyle Matthews. He's not getting in. <laughs> But it just fucked me up. I literally couldn't watch the episode because I was like, yo, where are my people? Like, I know my cousin Romine got into Harvard at 14. I mean, where the fuck is Romine at? You know? Where is he at? It was crazy. But my point is, you just checked out the moment you saw it. Checked out? No, I don't believe this anymore. Right. You see how y'all laughed at that and how that's funny? That's diverse. That's technically racist, but it's. It's we're all thinking it, we're all we're all agreeing with it, and we all think it's fun. And it's like that's okay to me as long as I'm not sitting here being like, and we should kill all the whites. You know, like yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. As long as I don't do, as long as you're not like, oh whoa, hey whoa whoa whoa, that's not funny. That's not cool. But what I said was meant to elicit humor and what and and, and make people laugh, as opposed to like, hey, it's not he's not on a ra- it's not a rally, dude. Yeah, he's not he doesn't have a podium. Yeah. He's not on CNN. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not C-SPAN. Well, you, you know what I'm saying? He had that joke in it where he was, where he's like, "You guys want to see an impression?" And he did the mm-hmm. who am yeah. I? Right, right. He even that's exactly who he called out with that joke. Right. I think I don't know, man. It's it's really crazy to me because like my whole thing is like, <clears throat> do you not have a job? Is my biggest thing because like I mean we're gonna, or I'm a gonna, real problem to focus on. Yeah, or a real problem to focus on. Well, I just think I just don't understand how people have the time for this yeah. shit. That's what drives me crazy. Like the big thing with um, we'll get into this. We'll transition into this. The the Shane Gillis uh, SNL thing. Are you cool talking about? I'm not familiar with the situation. I mean, like so, I've heard that he did Shane Gillis, shit, but I don't know anything else. Shane Gillis uh, got hired for SNL and he got fired. Pretty quickly within a couple within days, like right? a few days, like tw- forty eight hours okay. or some shit. That's Same your future. Two man. or three days, yeah. And that was my future because <laughs> I said something. Sorry, hey, you know, but at least I cleared it up on the. Po- I was like, yeah, hey guys, yeah. uh, sarcasm and yeah. satire exists, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Shane Gillis said something. He said uh, an Asian slur on um, the on a podcast. I'm not going to say what the slur was, but I will say it was a huge chink in his armor. So, because <laughs> you can say that. I can say the expression, right? <laughs> no, is that going to get me canceled? That, that exact phrase, though, that got someone from ESPN fired two years What, saying chink in my armor? Yeah. Somebody got fired for saying chink in his armor. Yes. But using it seriously, being like, hey, just you know, like, his... Just like read it off the teleprompter. Uh, why did somebody... See, when, I, when I saw it, I was like, that doesn't seem... To be racist to me, but so okay. somebody wait, 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 but he was referencing like a a player's like, like chink, mistake like, or mistake or like yeah. like oh his running game is a chink in his armor, right? And he got fired for yes. this is like an ancient this is a phase that people Correct. were using yeah. for yeah. like yeah, a hundred years. Using it forever. Yo, do I need to apologize for saying chink in my armor? No. 
I don't think so. so I, wait, what happened? Because this, well, no, this dude? So, literally means a dent. It means a yeah. dent. Yeah, it means, it means <laughs> like a hole or, or a thing. Yeah, like somewhere like chink in your armor comes from like you know when you're on a battlefield or whatever, and there's like a spot right. where you can stab them because it's you not know like it's it a weakness. There's an yeah. Asian in your armor. Right. <laughs> That's not what it means. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, and the way I use it in the context of Shane Gillis, I just said uh, I gotta explain jokes now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You know, I, in the context, I what I meant was that it was uh, it, it was a weakness that he had that uh, saying this racial slur uh, years ago, but yeah. Yeah, so he he said something racist towards Asians, and I I don't know. It was weird because I listened to it. It's, it it kind of sounds like the dude has a problem with Asian people. But uh, oh, it was legit. It was a it was a it wasn't it's undefensible because it was one of those things where like when you're trying to be edgy, but you're just being racist, or you just yeah. be, you know what I mean. And that's what I saw. It was so sensitive. Was right. There? there was no joke. There, there was, was no, no joke. There was no punchline. And this is the biggest problem I had with it, to be honest. And I hate to like bring this up uh i hate to be a comic being like well actually um you know with a lot of this stuff i can defend it because like for example like and i hate bringing this up because i don't want to even bring this into like the world again but when melissa villasenor sweetest person on the planet you know melissa oh, yeah, she's great the sweetest person on the planet Sweetheart. she had like some like controversial tweets from like 2013 or 2012 or whatever that were kind of racy or whatever and like people brought it up and they're like cancel her get her fired from snl and I was like, listen, like, that was, what, eight years ago, yeah. seven years, you know, six years ago. Chill, okay? People change. Like, you're acting so like... like you know her at all? Right, you don't know her. Like, and then it's also... My favorite <laughs> like, thing was... She's, like, wouldn't hurt a fly. Right, exactly. And it's like... But the thing is, there's... The defense there is people change, people grow, people evolve, people develop, people learn. People learn not to do things. With Shane, that shit was eight months ago. That yeah. was January this year, dude. Like January, like come on, you know cancel culture. You know yeah. what? Ha- you know what's out there. You gonna do this in January, dude? Come yeah. on, man. Like I, even now, I'm sitting here like, uh, okay, oh, I said the phrase, but what I meant, what, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of those things that was hard to defend. But my issue with the people who were rec- who were trying to get him canceled and shit. This is what blew this blew my fucking mind. So they found this clip on a podcast, and they were like, oh, we got this clip on a podcast of him saying an Asian slur. And it's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, maybe you should apologize for that. It's not cool. It didn't sound. You were trying to make a joke, but it, 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 you didn't. Yeah. And it wasn't funny. And yeah. it wasn't entertaining. And I, I would I would apologize for that if I said something yeah. that wasn't entertaining, it wasn't funny. And I was going, you know, and I was like, I thought that would be the end of it. These people were like, today I just listened to 10 hours of this podcast. And I'm like, you had 10 hours to listen to a podcast? 10 hours. Somebody tweeted, I just listened to 10 hours. Dude, I don't listen to podcasts I like. Yeah. Okay? There are podcasts I like where I miss four episodes and go, all right, fuck, I just missed four episodes. Yeah. yeah. You got 10 hours. You don't have a job? So you don't they, got, any res- you don't got kids. You don't got a responsibility. 10 hours. There's a 10 like hours and they're like, oh, shit. and there was, there was so much other stuff. I'll be, you know, and then they started finding other shit and they started being like, well, minute four, episode three. They were like going through shit and they were like, and I was like, okay, I get when you searching a tweet takes 10 seconds yeah searching mm-hmm. facebook and instagram takes ten, half an hour at most or what if you spend a half hour hour i'm like all right you you're you're a loser but i don't think like you know you're not yeah. like that big of a loser 10 hours yeah. who are you doing this for yeah. what, what is this what is this accomplishing how was this? Did you, did you make money? Did you get anything out of this? Like, what? Where is it just for you? Is it because like you did horrible shit that you had to scrub and you feel bad? Like, what is? What is? The, I just want to know the purpose. I think is it, all I want to get out of tearing people down. 
Well, is it right. that mentality of building like, themselves it's, up or building other guy people up? In it's your those hometown? who can't cancel. I don't have anything. I scrub my shit. Look, check it out. I deleted everything before 2015 because I knew this shit was happening. I like when I found out people were getting their shit searched. When I saw Melissa, when I saw yeah. when I saw innocent people, Melissa yeah. is the sweetest, Sweetheart. kindest person. She worked with like a black lady and made a tweet about her, and it's like yeah. fucking cancel her from 2012. Yeah. Chill out. She's the sweetest most wonderful talented person one yeah. of the most wonderful people i've ever met and you're gonna try and when i saw that happen i'm like well i'm just that deleting everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhere out there i have a twitter but i haven't been on it in years i don't know what my password is or what my username even is but yeah. i think i i couldn't have done more than 10 tweets <laughs> yeah and i do know my first one i it was <laughs> i think i called justin bieber a lesbian or something in my first tweet. right because I think it's just people just get crazy on well, there. Sometimes. I mean, that was all. <laughs> like, oh, nobody knows who I am. Right, right. Yeah, you <laughs> just well, that I was kind of talk shit about somebody. And, I mean, that was kind of the fun of Twitter when yeah. it started. The kind of the fun of Twitter is like, ah, say whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? Yeah. And then, it, and then, like five years later, it's like everybody cares. Well, the, I was like, what? The Kevin, I thought, Hart, the Kevin Hart shit. I mean, we Kevin Hart shit was all time like dogging on this, but. That that really pissed me. I loved Chappelle's way of like explaining oh, yeah. it with the doll. You gotta buy a dollhouse. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about like I have gay friends that had horrible childhoods and horrible. Things. None of them got hit over the head with a dollhouse. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I really I never thought of I never put that together. But for me, what I I felt with the Kevin Hart thing is like I'm a big 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 Kevin Hart fan. Me too. Huge Kevin Hart fan. Read his book. I have not. His book is incredible, but his book talks about like where he came from and where he grew up, and he grew up in part like really rough parts of Philadelphia. He grew up like poor as fuck, like no money, got beat the shit out of, like all this stuff. So it's like the culture that he grew up in. People would make gay jokes. People would yeah. make fun of, and there was like there was a rampant homophobia and all this stuff. So it's like when he was tweeting that stuff, that's where he came from. He learned. He evolved. He moved to Hollywood, where mm -hmm. you can't be homophobic. Yeah. You can't be homophobic, or you can't go to any bar. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I, last night, I was at Tom Tom and Sir. If I was homophobic, I couldn't go inside because I'd be like, "Uh, ew, whoa." You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I just couldn't have a drink if I was homophobic in L.A. It's yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. impossible to, to get dinner in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Your waiters get hi. What are you having? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Yeah. I, you, I can't eat if I'm homophobic here. <laughs> so can't I, you can't eat. You'll you die. Can't, you'll take me out on a date. You'll starve <laughs> in Los Angeles. If you're homophobic in Los Angeles, you'll starve. <laughs> Straight up. You'll starve, dude. So, I mean, Kevin Hart, he he moved here. He grew up. He changed for 10 years or whatever. He didn't make, like, gay jokes and shit yeah. like that. And then everyone wants to ruin him for this thing. And it's like, hey, isn't that, like, a systematic problem? Isn't yeah. that, like, a cultural problem? Isn't that a thing where you need to go, hey, we need to do better in those communities where we need to raise kids to not be blah, blah. I don't think you're going to put that on Ke something that Kevin Hart said. Yeah. 10 years ago but even well, then the, martyr, the, the systematic and yeah or saying it could be systematic and everything that's saying that it's honest what he's saying is truthful and that he means it and, right i think and I, and I think that and yeah. i well i agree and i think that it came it came as a joke from a culture that accepted those jokes that like you know he, right. was, he was allowed to yeah. do that and he felt comfortable and safe making these jokes you know 10 years ago because he came from that culture and now that he's in a different culture he realizes oh that may be not be that may not be the, the smartest joke mm -hmm. and that may not be the right thing to joke about or whatever and he's grown and he's evolved but my point is that we're just gonna look past all all of the factors that made up you know Kevin Hart Yep. saying these things or how he felt this way or why he felt this way and and we're also going to discount the fact that 
Kevin Hart 10, 15 years ago was a poor dude in Philadelphia versus now he has $100 million and lives in Los Angeles. Like, you don't think, like you don't think those are buddies' cars? Right. And shit. You don't think those are different people? You yeah. don't think a dude who has $100 million in his bank and a dude who has $15 and works at Foot Locker mm-hmm. are different people? He used to work at a shoe store. Yeah. You know, he used to work at a shoe store uh, in Philadelphia, you know, whatever, 20 years ago. And today he's like $100 million buying all his friends' cars. You don't think those two people have different mentalities? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You don't think that 25-year-old and 40-year-old Kevin Hart have different mental... You don't exactly. think anything's changed? They, yeah. Their mind, they're, you know, they've evolved, they've grown. You don't think that 10 years ago we would say that the, the gay the slur... stupid we, shit. Right, we would, say the, we would say the gay slur freely. I didn't even, oh, think, yeah. I didn't even think it was a problem. I used to listen to Eminem and be like, oh, yeah. why are people yeah. mad? Yeah. Why are people mad at Eminem? Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to listen to that shit. I used to repeat it and whatever, but it's like, you don't think I know not to do that now? I just mm-hmm. called it the F word. Right yeah, now, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm treating it like it's the N word right yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving it a letter right now. That didn't happen ten, 10 years ago. I would just be calling you that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fifteen years ago, yeah. I'd be calling both of you your mustache. I'd be yeah. calling you that. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm I like how you still call them that. <laughs> no, I know, I know. That's my favorite. But that's what I do sometimes with my joke is I put the word in your head, hey. and that's funny to me. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny to me. I have a joke about sand N word, oh, yeah. and I make you say it because I go, "Hey man, that's not even my slur. It just sounds like your slur." But you went to the beach, yeah. and then now it's in your head. I say you put it i put it in there for you and that's the funniest part inception. to me joke conception yeah joke conception yeah. Exactly. hey i didn't say anything racist you heard racism yeah, yeah. that's what you heard <laughs> you heard me be right but you were racist yeah you're the not one me. you're the bigot i'm not the big you're canceled Dude, uh, the, uh, real quick the the thing uh with the people looking through all your shit to find like that one little black hurt. eye or whatever right yeah i i agree like what are you doing all day you literally don't have a job or anything of value or worth. It kind of reminds me of that well, dude that got picked on in school who yeah. all his friends were like on the football team, uh-huh. basketball team, and like were like the macho guys. And he was like the guy that kind of hung out with them. Yeah. And then, you know, now joined his local police force uh-huh. in his hometown to like – Swing his dick, get back. Like, oh, everybody. I got a gun, and now I have power. Right. I was hazed and bullied. You know what I mean? Up. Like yeah. those are like the worst type of cops. They're like, I can be game a cop because I never had power or authority as a kid. Right. And I got picked on, and now I'm angry, and this is how right. I assert my dominance. Well, I'll I feel say, like it's like that. Like, but even even more of a loser. <laughs> well, I'll say, yeah, I know like, even more. I can't, I can't create anything. Yes, because they I can't never create... had the ambition to go out and get a job. Yeah, <laughs> I can't create anything. Yeah, I can't write yeah. jokes. I can't perform. I can't write. Right. At least or... that guy like did some training and shit. Yeah, yeah. And, like, worked <laughs> out the a police academy. Yeah. yeah, at least he Same worked out fit. a lot. He did it for kind of... the wrong reasons, but he did it. But he did <laughs> it, but he actually put effort into it. I mean, there's that. I also think that there's uh, a sect of uh, the media and like um, these, these, uh, these bloggers and stuff that do it solely for the traction that do it solely for um the you know like like the way that um Chappelle's special was rated on uh Rotten Tomatoes mm. it was like 11% critic reviews 99% <laughs> do you not see this yeah. no it's yeah, yeah. fucking stupid it yeah. was like it was like it was <laughs> they like, wouldn't uh, let people review it so so the reviewers right? yeah so the reviewers were like you know t- re- people that would review sp- uh, specials or television or whatever they gave it like a 26% or something it was like 11 and then it went up to like 25 and then it went up to like 30 or something it was like but I heard very it's low they weren't letting people or like critics review it, or what was uh, no, it? There was a bunch of critics that reviewed it, yeah. And then, and then audience 
review was 99%, which is insane. Yeah. 1% of people didn't like That's unbelievable. Yeah. As cr- if my special is a 99% audience review, I'm fucking, I'm done, dude. I'm not yeah. talking like, to you anymore. <laughs> I, I call my dad, fuck you, dad. I don't, you know what I mean? If, if, if anything, yeah, any piece of art is being rated... 99% by the people that actually consume it. Yeah. And then you want 10% by critics. Who the fuck are these critics? Yeah, fuck yeah. these critics. Well, my They're point is so fucking off base. Well, my yeah. point, they shouldn't have a job. Right. Well, my point with the critics is I think that they review <clears throat> things a certain way because they feel like they have to. And not only do they feel like they have to, they get traction from it. If I go and go, you know, Dave Chappelle's special was so tired and his his material was like just so regressive and da 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 and I give this like horrible review of it and be like, I just wish he would change with the times. He's not evolving, da da da, da and do this whole review or whatever, that's gonna get a bunch of woke people and a bunch of people who agree with it to to retweet it, yeah. post it, stuff, and or then it's gonna click on, it. click on it and then it's gonna get us to go, fuck this critic, fuck this dude. More retweets, more posts, more, more like, are you this guy Taylor? Blah, blah, blah. And that's gonna get the public. And the Washington Post doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, yeah. so it's gonna just cause traction. And I think they know this. Yeah. I think these critics know that hey, we gotta put this out because it's gonna it's gonna upset all these people and it's gonna make all these people happy. Either way, they're all gonna be talking about it, as opposed to like, oh, it was a really great special. You know, or, this is why I yeah. liked about it. This is the thing. Uh, Instead of an honest review, they give yeah. a review that people thing and this is where this is where i started feeling that way there's a girl named taylor hoskins trash calling people out by name by the way that's why i'm keeping it neil out here you gotta have the Uh, yeah throw that on there taylor hoskins and and you know i'm calling you out not because and it's not because i don't like you it's not because like i think you're a, a horrible person which i do but i also you're factually inaccurate she posted a review of kevin hart's special and um the whole review was just like, I can't believe, Ke- like, the latest Kevin Hart special, right, came out after his scandal, his mm. homophobia scandal, mm. right? So she writes this article for Vice. She writes for Vice. She also wrote a, She also wrote the Chappelle uh, That's the one I sent you. special review from Vice. That's, yeah. that's her. Taylor Hoskins, I believe, is her name. Trash. And um, trash. listen, listen, yeah, you are trash, but this is why you're trash. Let me explain to you why you're trash. If you'll take a second to, which, by the way, everyone's tweeted this at you, and you refuse to edit or fix your mistake, which was a huge mistake. So she puts out huge, huge. I turned into Donald Trump. This is me turning into Donald Trump. A huge mistake. So it's a huge mistake. And what she did was she put out a review. I for, love this. She put out a review for Kevin Hart's special, right? And the special came out after the homophobia controversy. And she put out an article that said, uh, talked about how horrible it was and how he was avoiding talking about the scandal. Now, she was like, Kevin Hart, I can't believe you would do a special after this scandal and you wouldn't even address it. It seems like you're hiding from it. You know, be a mature adult and talk about it, blah, 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 all that stuff. And on, on paper, you go, okay, that sounds okay. That's fine. He recorded the special six months before the scandal. Mm. How are you supposed to talk about the future, Taylor? Yo, Taylor, how much... Hey, six months from now, I get canceled. I should do a special about it right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what is wrong you with you? You're DeLorean, Neil. Right. But the point is, you didn't do your research. 
You just wanted the clicks. You wanted yeah. people. You wanted the clickbait. You wanted people to talk about it. You wanted people to go, yeah, she's right, or no, she's wrong, or hey, anything. actually, yeah. anything. And some people were like, hey, do you realize that this was filmed this day? This scandal happened, you know, six months later. And why, why, why are you? How would he know? Why would he talk about the Oscars when he wasn't even the host of the Oscars until five months later? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, I can't believe you didn't talk about the Oscars controversy or like hosting the Oscars. Nothing about. The-. I was like. Yo, because you he didn't record it like yesterday. It didn't yeah. happen yet. It yeah. didn't happen yet. So, but we just let that article flow. We just let her still have a job. Right. That's the problem. Could you imagine going into your, going into like you're an accountant yeah. and you're like, hey, I love that you, all your references are accounting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's, your, what's, what's the accountant's name? Yeah, again? The accountant, uh, Al, Alan, Alan right? Schreiber. Um, what up, what up, my dude? Shout out to Alan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yo, so, like, could you imagine if you're, like, an accountant and you've, like, flubbed up some fucking numbers and you yeah. go into where you turn it in and they're like, hey, those aren't the numbers. Why would you do that? Those are, like, the old things. And you're like, oh, whatever. And then you just <laughs> let it. And, and then you you'd just. you be fired. You'd be fired. But you just, not only do you, but you got to fix it, right? Don't you have to fix it? Like, yeah. at your job? Don't you have to go, yeah. oh, well, let me fix that? Instead of just like, no, nah, it's the report. We're putting it out. We're just going to send it to the IRS. How it is. Yeah. You get audited. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to get fired. That person's going to get in trouble. He's going to sue you. It's going to be yeah. a problem yeah. is my point. But this girl can just write – like you can just say factually inaccurate shit now and people can go, hey, that's not right. And then yeah. you can go, well, so whatever. Yeah. Can, can't you edit an article? Can't you delete and repost? Can't you do that shit? No. Because that to me go, that to me screams we just want the attention. Yeah. That doesn't scream we feel this way. Or we want it, we want people to feel this way, or we believe this. It screams we want attention. So Taylor, maybe you're not trash. Maybe you're not. Maybe Vice was like, "Hey, we need attention." Taylor, can you write some shit? Yeah, I'll take the brunt for this. I don't care. It, maybe that's how. Maybe it's not really how you feel. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're not trash. Maybe you're just trying to make some money. And you know what? Good for you because you probably made a little coin. You made a little check that week. You know, <laughs> Vice was like, "Hey, Taylor, I got you. Thanks for thanks for being dumb about that Kevin Hart thing and yeah. taking the brunt." Maybe that's that's what it says in the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's Taylor, I was, yeah. Yeah. Well, was told to be an idiot. Dumb about that, Kevin yeah, thanks, thanks for being dumb about this shit. Yeah, in the memo. Yeah, it's like. Being dumb about Kevin Hart is special, but yeah, maybe uh, maybe you're just doing it for the views and the clip, or maybe you're an idiot. I don't know. I have no idea. It could go either way, honestly. But my point is, it makes me suspicious. It makes me suspicious when you're lying to prove a point. Yeah. It makes me suspicious when you're lying to get uh, traction on the well, internet. That's the world we live in, man. Yeah, it is the world we I live mean, in. I mean, like on on a bigger scale with with like politics and everything. And I have a question. Um, I don't know if we have. Are we running out of time? Dude, we got. We got it all the time. Yeah, we can time. keep it going. Okay, this I, is great. I have a question about. Yeah, this is great. I, okay, cool. I have a question about uh, global warming. Uh, just a quick question. Do you want us to answer? Yeah, that? I need you. Yeah. I just. Oh boy! All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so um, in 1940, no, <laughs> um, I, my question is: um, people that don't believe in global warming, people mm-hmm. that are like, "Oh, global warming is a hoax." What's the motivation behind that? Like, what do you right. get out of it? Like, yeah. do you win? I don't know. Do you like? That's what I'm saying. Is like, it's like, do very you get, confusing. It's it's very confusing because it's like, what? Like, is it? Do you think that it's let's a conspiracy pre- for? Well, here's to be uh, to go along with you. Let's say global warming really is not a thing. Okay. Let's but say the it. but the byproduct of it not being a thing would be us just living cleaner and being healthier for the planet. 
So that would be a good thing. I mean, exactly. Regardless. Are you, right. That's my question. Are you anti-recycling? Yeah. Are you anti, like, like what are you, are you anti, like, fuel? Are yeah. you, what, what is, what is the pro, are you, are you, you anti-cleaning? Clean yeah, you don't want clean air? My, that's my question. Is my thing what, is like you don't give a fuck about your kids, or right? Your grandkids, and and or like you know, your future. Fuck all that. What what <laughs> do you space rock that we're floating what, around on? Right. And we can't live any uh, none, but what any is, other ones. Yeah. But what is the conspiracy? What what do you think these scientists are getting out of it? Oh, out of line. What's the cover up? What's the cover up? I don't. Nobody's. I don't understand. I, the I've other been side. googling this. I don't. Nobody's understand. been able to tell me. So I just thought maybe somebody knows. I have no idea. About I have no fucking clue. There's Why? like empirical data that sure. says that. And fuck all the data, but what do you get? What's the conspiracy? I want to know. I want to know. I want to talk to a crazy person who's like, it's not real. Why? Because the scientists are getting mo- what, what money? Yeah. Where are they getting money from? Who's paying them to yeah. lie about this? What's going on? I don't have an answer. I don't know. Okay, well, I'm glad you guys don't. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious why you thought we would have an answer. I, I just thought maybe it was common. <laughs> maybe it was, I just thought maybe it was common knowledge I'm missing something. But I've been no. Googling this. I've been Googling. That's the only place I know how to check. But, like, maybe I just want to talk to somebody who believes it's not real. You know who you should talk to? Who? Taylor Hoskins. Trash. Taylor Hoskins. Uh, Let me hit her up. Yeah. Taylor, give me a call. She'll oh give you God. an answer. Yeah, That's please. for sure. Real quick, Neil. To kind of go on a different path. Yeah, sure. Give me some of your favorite and best, I guess, could be different. Some of your favorite comics of all time. Comics of all time. Like two okay. or three, maybe. Give me people that you love to watch right now, too. Okay. All right. Um, okay, people, favorite comics of all time. I mean, I got to give it to the GOAT, uh, George Carlin. Okay. Uh, hands down. I mean... Like fucking what twenty specials? Yeah. This dude, Jesus Christ! There was a special I saw of his from the seventies, where somebody throws him a joint on stage. Have you seen that shit? Uh-uh. Unbelievable, dude! Somebody throws him. He smokes a joint, and it's like super illegal back then. It yeah. wasn't even like kind of illegal. Yeah. He fucking smoked a joint on his HBO special in nineteen seventy nine. Somebody threw him a joint on Amazing. stage. Unbelievable. <laughs> that, was a, that was a guy who his his style evolved a lot. Yeah. His style did evolve yeah. a lot. His style was like very wordplay, punny in the yeah. beginning, and then he got like very you know. Uh, then he got like more storytelly, you know, bigger, and then he got like political. Really political, he, yeah. Yeah, he got real political at one real point. Real introspective, very introspective. Holds yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, dude, that's the other thing. It's like, good shit, man. I loved that bit of his about like getting old and dying like, from his last special. That was what I loved. His last special was, he was hilarious. sick when he was did he, that, right? Yeah, he was like dying on that Damn. special and he had a bit about like when he's like when you're dying people say the dumbest things like when somebody passes away and he was like you know hey listen I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you in my thoughts you know I'm gonna keep him in my thoughts and he's like where where are you gonna keep him in my thoughts between my ass itches and I wanna fuck that waitress <laughs> <laughs> that shit boom so funny and that still holds up Oh, man, he was like 80 years old doing this. He was like 79 or something. Else. It was so fucking old in that yeah. special. And I remember being like, "This that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And this, uh, he's great. So George Collin, uh, up top, for sure. Uh, Dave Chappelle, obviously, we talked yeah. about him. He's a GOAT, uh, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think who... who uh, we're going to top... Three is hard. Three is hard. Um, I mean, there's so many, dude. It seems like everybody yeah. usually says prior. You know? And controversial or whatever, but it's my opinion. Not a big prior fan. Yeah. Not a big prior fan. I respect what he did for the art form. Yeah. I think what he did for comedy is unique, special, and groundbreaking. But as far does he make me laugh? No. Nah. I think so many 
comics were inspired right by Richard there's so Pryor. many and yeah I don't think we would have a Murphy or yeah. we would have a Hart or we'd have a lot of people yeah. had Richard Pryor not existed but and I, I do think what he did was groundbreaking yeah what he did was I mean he was dirty he was personal he was honest he was raw he was yeah. he was going out there he was doing just talking he would go up on stage and just talk about like what happened to him yesterday and, and he would be brutally honest about his drug addictions yeah. and his fights and his fires and his and I remember being like that's brave and bold and groundbreaking no one's ever done anything like yeah. this before mm-hmm. did I laugh I can watch a whole prior special and laugh twice, mm. honestly. Like, and it's just, it's just maybe it's not geared towards me. It's not for me. And I also think if it were 1979, I'd be laughing my ass off. Sure. You know, it's it's generational as sure. well. I watched Live at the Sunset Strip, and I go, I, I like the thing where he, like the crowd work he did at the top where he told that motherfucker, you ain't got no film in your camera. That yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit was we, funny. Maybe we just watched that. Yeah, that yeah. shit was yeah. funny. But like, as far as the bits go, I was like, hey, I get it. It's just not for me. So I really don't put prior up there i mean to me i put i I, i'm a big fan of the joke writer Mm. i'm a big fan and and prior to me felt like he was more of a feeling Mm. it was more of a raw emotion Mm. to me i like people who can structure a joke where i go oh man i didn't see any of that coming Mm. or oh man like Chappelle special where he did the oj thing four times Mm -hmm. and i was like how did he do Mm -hmm. like it was just like it was like a master class you know um truly it's truly a master class like that was that special and like a lot of his specials i'm like how he just the way he structured the whole thing was brilliant and that to me that's when i see a symphony it's like a symphony honestly that's like when i see carlin and when he did like the ten commandments and like oh yes i don't even think i don't even think he ended the ten commandments on a joke but it, it, it ended on such a powerful moment and a point and it brought mm. this whole thing together. it ruined I had a 10 I didn't have a 10 commandments joke but I had a joke about um, how you can't like uh, covet thy neighbor's goods and mm. you can't uh, or you can't and you can't like can't covet thy neighbor's wife or whatever mm. I was trying to do a bit about that about like what if that's as good and I was like doing this whole thing and yeah. then I saw his bit I was like I can't do anything about the Ten Commandments because this dude just did seven eight minutes on the on the and he broke every single one down I, I can't even bring up the the phrase the Ten Commandments anymore because mm. that's that's fucking crazy you know what I'm saying it's like retired uh, yeah it's retired he retired <laughs> yeah he just <laughs> dug into it so I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the joke writers and for that reason I think I'm going to pull it my third person i had somebody but i just lost it so george carlin dave chappelle and there was, there was somebody else who i was gonna say it was i thought was just an excellent just oh man how am i losing it right now fuck i'm sorry I, I just older, like older um not prior not carlin not chappelle i think i think um what decade you know, I'm just I just lost it. I just had it. I was literally had it. You'll come back. You'll come back to it. I'll come. It'll come back. Who, to who me. you like watching right now? Who do I like watching? Not necessarily just in LA. I mean, if you have some. Um, okay, like I'm gonna throw LA, out some but... names of people that like are up and coming that I really like. I really like a dude in New York named uh, Brendan Sagalo. Mm-hmm. You familiar with him? Mm. So fucking funny. So fucking funny. I had him. I, I headlined Caroline's um, in June, and I had him feature for me because I knew he was really funny, and that dude made me work. Like, that dude went up, and, like, I knew he was funny, but, like, that dude went up and just smashed. Smashed. That room was, like, that room was, like, warm. The host Mm -hmm. went up, did a good job. Mm -hmm. My, I had a guest set. She did really well. And then he goes up, and the room exploded. I was in the green room when he went up, and I had to walk outside because the room is on fire. Like, I thought, like, somebody died in there. Like, it was, 
explosion after explosion mm. after explosion. I see his dude, and he's one of these people I really like watching him because of the way that I see him. I see him uh, gracefully bomb. You know when people like <laughs> people are bombing, but they're still funny. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I remember I saw him at New York Comedy Club once. And he was going up there, and uh, he was doing his set, and he was killing. He was doing great and whatever. And then he did this joke. He did crowd work, blah, blah, And, like, his time was up, but he was feeling it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I'm going to run the light. And he does one more joke. That joke doesn't work. And so he does the whole thing of, like, all right, I probably should have got out on that, blah, blah, blah. I should have kept making fun of this idiot. Some more. And, like, he kept doing it. So he brought the crowd back yeah. from that bomb. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, and then he felt, and then he got off stage. He's like, oh, it sucked, man. I got, I got off. I was like, yeah, but you bombed gracefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? There are people that bomb in his silence and they suck the air out of the room. Yeah. Or they start attacking the crowd. Like right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or something. Or they'll like say, oh, you don't like me? I don't know. Well, well, well don't like jokes about them. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, can't talk about race here. <laughs> 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 and it was just, the room will just, it'll just dry up, like, you know. And and it's, uh, there are people that do that. But then there's people who, like, you know, it's not working, but they can somehow make the room still have a good yeah. time. That's what I love about Brendan. He's a naturally funny guy, yeah. and um, I think that that makes him, uh, you know, uh, I think that makes him a great comic. I really like him. I'm gonna, I gotta give a shout out to somebody in LA. Um, I wish I liked more people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, I think Brent Weinbach. When Weinbach is wildly funny, he makes me. He's he, every time. Yeah. He makes my like. He makes me just die. Uh, Becky Robinson, I think, is a natural talent. Yeah. I think she is just. I mean, I've seen her in the best rooms and the worst rooms, and she can just bring it out of people. I love that about her. I can see her in a room where I'm like, oh, man, this crowd, ooh. And then she goes up, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm, ooh. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's me. That's not her. Or that's not the crowd. That's me. Uh, I think Becky Robinson is phenomenal. Deborah Giovanni is another one here. Yeah. I can't. I, I'll go out of my way to see her go up. Um, Danny Jollis. There we go. Mm. Danny Jollis is somebody where I consistently see him do a joke and I go, okay, I got to throw out my thing. Or I got to, you know, I see Danny Jaws go up and I go, how did nobody think of that? This guy, he's a dude who's able to find gems mm. and things. He has a bit right now and I don't want to burn it for him. So I'm not going to give away any major punchlines or anything. But the premise is basically like the news is like porn. Right now, the news is like Donald Trump was a bad boy. Yeah, and I was like, how did I not see that? And it's yeah. like, oh yeah, tell me, what did he do? Ooh, he he was talking to Putin. Oh yeah, Putin. Yeah, what did Putin? You know what I mean? Oh, so he does man. this whole and it's this grill. It's a grill. Exactly. He has like fifteen tags. And it's hilarious. Go see the bit. Go see him what, live. What's his name again? Danny Jollis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dan- oh man, it is. It's one of these bits where I go, how did I not see that? That's great. That's right in front of us. That's, That's so great. funny. So these are some people I definitely like watching. I'm trying to think of who I'm really trying to think of who the third person I, I was thinking of because I had a good one too. I was like, oh, I'm about to throw out a nice one. Um, I'm just going to go through real quick. So Pryor, not a huge fan. Not a bit fan of Lenny Bruce or, mm. or Bill Hicks, honestly. Mm-hmm. Again, generational, not my thing. Um, Eddie Murphy, I lo- Eddie Murphy is like a wildly entertaining. Yeah. A- the most entertaining comic like I've ever oh, seen. I- I'm sure it'll be fun to see. Oh, I remember who I was going to say. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Jay Seinfeld. Oh, Jay Seinfeld yes. is so I'm gonna throw in my top three because that dude really, really put in the work. And the thing he, about Seinfeld, I think he loves the game. He's got so much love for the game, uh, and and you know you can make this argument of like, oh, he's not really naturally funny. He's more of a joke mechanic or whatever. But it's like that dude is the best joke mechanic of all. That dude can that dude turn a joke about sinks funny. 
His one of my favorite jokes of his is about sinks. Do you remember it, dude? Yeah, the joke about how uh, he's like, you know, why isn't we go to the airport? <laughs> you know, that's yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, you go to the airport, they got the sinks where you press down, the water comes out, and then it's gone. He pressed now and it's gone. What do they think we're going to do? Turn on all the sinks in the airport bathroom and run out? Oh, <laughs> I, hey, you're going to miss your flight. I just came here to turn the sinks on. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm fucking dying. He has another joke about chairs. Have you heard I, the chair bit? I think so. The chair bit, dude. It's yeah. like life is just about chairs. It's about where are we going? Can we sit down? Yeah. Are we going to be able to sit down? Hey, we'll get in the car. Sit, sit in the down. car. Come to the show. Sit at the show. He yeah. just does his whole, it is like a Three minute chunk about chairs. I'm like, this guy is fucking yeah. brilliant. He finds the humor in everything. Yeah. I love that. He's he's able to find the humor in everything. That's why I think he I mean he's on for me in Mount Rushmore. He's know? on my, my Mount Rushmore. I, I, as well. I think whether or not you're a fan of his show or his actual material, yeah. you have to respect the fact that he can take literally anything. Anything. And frame it mm-hmm. in a good joke. He also pivoted the game from a standpoint of getting your own show. Getting your own show, yeah. making that your career. Well, he, I mean, he blew that out of the water. He blew that out of the water. And I think that um, he's, like, love for the game is yeah. a huge thing for me. I write two to four hours a day. Right. Make it a point. I set, an alarm, I set a timer for two hours, and I got to hit it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I keep going. Sometimes I do two hours in the morning, two hours at night, whatever I do. And that is because of Seinfeld. Like, a lot of people are writing now because of Gary Goldman, which I think is great. I love Gary Goldman. Really great writer. Really funny dude. But it's it's unbelievable to me that no one listened when Seinfeld said it. Wait, what did what did Gary Goldman? So Gary Goldman's tweeting every day a thing called Right Now hashtag Right Now. So every day he's giving comics tips on writing, like Hey, go outside and do this right now, or like Hey, remember that old joke that didn't work? Try to make it work right now. So like every day he's putting out these tips. But on that him. fucking doc that came out in like the early two thousands right. called Comedian mm-hmm. with Seinfeld and Orny Adams, yeah, and Orny Adams, where he literally goes, he goes. I was driving down. Oh my god, I tried to do a Seinfeld. Yeah. I, mean, I was driving down, you know, driving yeah. to New York, mm-hmm. and I was passing this construction site. You know this, yeah, construction site every day. And I thought to myself, and that's when he was just getting into comedy. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Man, how do they make this building? Well, they come here at, you know, well, seven tired. in the morning. Mm-hmm. They stay here till mm-hmm. five, six, seven at night. They do that until it's built. It's built. That's their job. Yeah, you know, however many hours a week. And he's like. I guess I got to do that with comedy. Yeah. And then that's... And like, yeah. Exactly. No, I agree. How do you not know that uh, yeah, Seinfeld, Seinfeld like, had a calendar? fucking, like, goat. Right, exactly. Like, he had a calendar. He literally did that every day. Exactly. And he would have a calendar where he'd mark off every day that he wrote. Yeah, nine he to five. Like, yeah. Nine to five. He'd write all the time, you know? Yeah. And I took from... I saw him do it, and I go, oh, Seinfeld did it. So I started writing every day. And now all these comics are like, dude, Gary Goldman's been doing these writing tips, and, like, he's making me write every day. I'm like, why weren't you already doing it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you already know the game. Like, you already know the what rules. If Twitter didn't exist? Yeah, exactly. What would you be doing? What would you be doing? Uh, and not like, saying yeah. that... Not taking away what Gary Goldman's doing, because that's really cool. Because well, cool. he, he's inspiring another, maybe another generation. Maybe it was mm-hmm. like, hey, maybe I saw that, and maybe you're 10 years younger than me, or maybe you're yeah. 7 years or it's whatever. Well, it's like <laughs> it's reaching that one person who did need it. Exactly, exactly. I, I agree, ultimately. But yeah. it's also like, yo, have you heard, like, Led Zeppelin? Mm-hmm. No, but I heard Greta, Greta Van Fleet. And they're like, right. well, they're just a rip-off. It's a of, derivative of right. They are derivative. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. I do think that, uh, you know, Seinfeld's joke mechanics have, have spanned generations. And they will yeah. be looked at have you like... you seen them live? Uh, yeah. Seen him a couple times. I saw him at Gotham. I think I've seen him three times now. Three times. Holy shit. Yeah, I saw him at Caesar's Palace. 
I saw, I saw him here. I saw him like Pantages. trying new shit. And then, I mean, he's my he's my favorite guy. Yeah. Him and Chappelle. I haven't seen yeah. Dave yet. I've seen Dave a few just pop in, so never like never like gone to a theater. Yeah, I want to see him at theater. It's I saw him once do like two and a half, three hours. It was too much. Nobody. I don't need to hear anybody for three hours. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's three hours, man. Like your first hour and a half. Two hours was great. Like third hour, come on, dude. Searching on Twitter for ten hours. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, yeah. what are you doing? With your life? I don't have time. I don't have like. I can't be at the play. I can't be at the club until three o'clock in the morning, dog. I'm just. I'm too old for that shit, man. I gotta uh, So before you go, yeah. One thing I did want to ask you about is can you can you regale us with the story about getting twerked on by Cardi B? Oh, getting twerked on by Cardi B? I wasn't twerked on by Cardi oh, B. That whatever would be, the hell happened. Th- oh, I we, just saw a video where suddenly she was just like... In my face? In your yeah. face. Yo, that was the, one of the wildest nights of my life. Okay, so... Oh, I think I remember this. You remember this? Yeah. So I was... Okay. You showed me the video. You are like, look at what Neil's doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> that was one of the craziest nights of my life. So, oh, man. And she's very attractive in person, for real. Yeah? Woo! I mean, wow. And that outfit... You saw the outfit? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not even, like, it was, being... It wasn't much of an outfit, if you know It was, mean. yeah. Titties was out. <laughs> titties was out, dude. Out. Out. I basically... Out. I turned into Arnold. That's how horny I got. I turned into Arnold. So, out. Out. He just sounds like he's orgasming all oh, the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this documentary? Do I have him the just coming? Pumping, yeah. Pumping yeah. iron? No, I haven't. He talks about how it feels better yeah, he to goes, work he, out. He goes, oh, you know, when I get a good pump, I feel like I'm coming. Oh, you know, really? I go to the gym and I'm coming. And, you know, I go to the store and I'm coming. I go play basketball with friends and I'm coming. I'm this always is com- real? I'm always coming. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. That. I'll send That's it wild. to you. It's so I'll check gross. it out. Anyway, it's like Cardi B. Ha- it's like really high. <laughs> I, I hear you smoke a lot of weed. So, it's <laughs> Cardi. So, um, about Arnold. I'll talk about Cardi <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about my ex, Cardi B. So, we, um, um, the girl I'm dating right now works in like, um, she works, she's like a journalist, uh, reporter for teen celebrities mm. whatever and she got an invite to Dan Bilzerian's party which is hilarious yeah, because right. yeah, yeah Dan Bilzerian not for teens yeah. but my girl was like you want to go I was like I don't know whatever and then I had a show that night I was like ah, I got a show that night and then my girl was like yo Cardi B is performing and so yeah, is like it. Diplo and uh, who else was there Tyga God and like damn. she was just like yo and Chance the Rapper is gonna be there and what? like all this shit and I was like yeah fuck my show so I yeah. canceled this show and I was like hey I, got, I, I was like I have to do videography for this thing what is what I said and they were like okay you know like whatever and they were kind, <laughs> they were like a little salty like whatever and then they saw us with Cardi B and they're like alright I guess let's go ahead yeah. with Cardi B so we get to this thing and um, it's just like literally every Every um, every butt from Instagram is there, like a live. Like I'm just like seeing butts from like, oh, right, is that Kelsey? You know, like I write, oh, oh shit, is that oh, oh shit, it's Nancy. You know, whatever. Oh shit, that's Zoe. What's up, Zoe? You know, so every butt, every verified butt is there, and um, there's not a lot of dudes there because his whole vibe is like we don't want dudes here. So we were there as press, by the way. We're reporting. We have a camera. We have all this shit. Whatever. And we're supposed to do an interview with Dan, you know, which is yeah, which was wild. Where did he get and his money again? I forget. 
gambling, apparently. Okay. I, I thought I'd also heard it's from inherited. inherited. Oh, I think he inherited it because there's like sketchy things about the gambling. Apparently, he made fifty million dollars gambling, and then his house is not. His house alone is like fifty million dollars. His house is like a hotel, dude. There's like forty bedrooms in this fucking house, and like eight floors and elevators. It's what in. It's hell? insanity, dude. And so like, were you at his house? We're at his house. Yeah, we're at Dan's oh, so house. Oh, you were in his. I was in his house home. You're yes, about. I'm in his home. Holy so shit! So the way to get up, you don't. You're not even allowed to drive up there. There's a parking lot in. There's a parking lot in Beverly Hills. Where you go to and you park your car and then he shuttles you in like a Mercedes Sprinter. And he had just like 40 Mercedes Sprinters that he hired to bring every butt from Instagram from that parking lot up to his house in Bel Air. Y'all just waiting in the parking oh lot? Like, yeah, like, straight oh up. My oh my god, Zoe's butt. I've seen that you know, yeah, before. Hey, what's up, girl? And so he brings all of us up this to is this. wild. It's wild. And it's an angels and demons party. <laughs> and you get there and... And it's just – it's open bar and there's just like every dude that's there is like a dude. Like Chuck Liddell was there, which was crazy, with a samurai sword for some reason. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> why know why. Why Chuck Liddell? Like he even need, needs need one. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to like – your ass without it. Right. I don't know. If I had a samurai sword, he'd Maybe still kill me. Crazy. Yeah, he might be crazy. I've heard that he's a little off. Yeah. I, I can't imagine him not being – and like he was like given like the look the whole night. Like I'm going to kill somebody look. And <laughs> – I was like, I just, I literally just like looked at him for a second. I was like, don't even, I'm not even looking that yeah. direction tonight. Yeah. You know, I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Room, I'm not looking right. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly was there. Yeah. Fucking, uh, wait, he like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The, the, the Logan and Jake Paul were there. Uh, yeah. Trash. Uh, I'm naming the worst celebrities. Uh, yeah. You know, then of course, Chance the Rapper. Dope. Tyga. Yeah, Chance the Rapper was really cool. And um, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's whatever. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, and we, uh, so my girl was like, yo, Cardi B's performing and she's supposed to perform at midnight and of course so like around 11.30 there's a stage like he has a room that's like a, a venue basically it's this room where there's a bar in the back and there's a stage right in front it's not a big stage the stage could probably hold like 10 people you know whatever a DJ and like a couple people whatever it's not a huge stage and um, it looked like it was just built for the party you know and so my girl's like yo Cardi B's going up at midnight let's stand in the front oh of the stage at like 11, 11.30. So we get there. There's not that many people there. And then closer to midnight, it gets like body to body. There's 500 people at this dude's house. God damn. At, at least. I'm guessing. There's probably more. And there's like 500 people. 90% of them are women, which is an, it's in, it's insane. Dude. You mean butts. Butts. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so 90% of them are, are butts. And, uh, I mean, I got a butt too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Some acting like I ain't got no butt. So 90% of these are just like models, Instagram yeah. models, whatever. And they're all like surrounding me. And like, they're just like, it's crazy. I'm packed in this. It smells like 18. It smells like a lot of plastic. And I it's just, it smells like a lot of different scents and perfumes and shit. And then um, Cardi B's like, they're like, Cardi B's not going up. Because th- it was so crowded that Cardi B couldn't get through the crowd. Oh, my God. And so they're like, Cardi B's not coming through unless you guys move. And we were like, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I'm going to see this concert. You know, it's like yeah. nobody moved. And eventually some security guard like, pummeled through everybody <laughs> to get Cardi B onto the stage. And then Cardi B, to be honest, she didn't even really rap. She just kind of lip-synced her hits, which I think she was just getting paid stacks was the situation. Like, Dale Bozarian was like, I'll give you a million dollars. What I really want to see is the money. 
or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm. she probably so she was like she's like I'll do four songs or whatever. Yeah. So she just did it, and then she was like literally like inches from my face. It was it was unfucking real, yeah. dude. It was one of the best nights of my life. Honestly, see the video when we get done. Yeah, it's you can you should post a video when you post this. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it was she was literally rapping to my fa- to my phone in my hands, dude. It was it was unbelievable, dude. And like, it was so funny because these it, it was crazy to me because all these girls kept trying to get on stage with Cardi B, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. All these girls, all they wanted to do was get on stage and twerk. Yeah, and they were like. That was like their goal in life. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't realize that that was a goal. I didn't know that was a thing you sh- wanted to do. Yeah. But every single girl was like, "Please, please let me on stage. I just want to twerk. I just want to shake my ass for Cardi B. I just want her to see." Well, she's got to be like the MJ of ass shaking, right? I, and that's yeah, probably what it is. That's go. probably what it is. Like that's like yeah. yeah that's I, no, I, wanna, I just want to shoot basketballs with Michael. Right, Jordan, right. <laughs> I just want to freestyle for the Eminem or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to freestyle for Jay Z or some yeah. shit. Yeah, that's what it was like. Yeah. Like all these girls were like, "Please, please, just five, just a minute." Just this song, just please, you know, like, like begging. Look the at sh- one cheek up, right? One yeah, let me get one leg on the stage, one leg on the stage. Yeah, and so like, there's literally security girl like, ma'am, you can't, no, ma'am, uh-uh, no, nobody on stage, no, just go. And then another girl like, and and some girl like Italian like, and he's like, he's like, ma'am, I don't understand what you're saying. Please, just one the song, ma'am, I don't know, it's like some fucking shake my fettuccine. Please, <laughs> and then like and then one and then another girl crying over here like, I, just wanna, I just came here to like well, like I just wanna have fun. <laughs> and it was, like, it was the craziest shit I've ever seen, dude. I couldn't believe I just didn't I just was never and it was, I was talking to my girl and she was like, Yeah, that's like all that, that these girls wanna do is they just want that moment they wanna like have a picture or like have a video of them on like tonight I twerked on stage next to Cardi B. I was like, I didn't know that was a goal. You know what I mean? I didn't know that was like a thing you you could aspire to do yeah. in life until this fucking thing. But it was incredible. It was amazing. I, I mean, we left immediately after. I didn't stay for Tiger. I don't give a fuck about Tiger. Yeah. I don't really care about Diplo either. Like, I can put my hands up in my room. That's yeah. cool. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, being like face to face. And at the time, Cardi B was like, it still is one of the biggest celebrities in the world. And at the time, she was like the biggest. Uh, Offset was also there. Oh, cool. Um, he was like smoking a joint on stage while she was twerking and stuff. Nice. And um, the other one, Quavo, <laughs> the other oh, one, yeah. Quavo was there. Yeah. Quavo was real like chill. There's another, another one that no one knows the yeah, fucking name then, of. Uh, Takeoff. <laughs> yeah, take there we off. go. Takeoff. The funny thing about Takeoff is his career never took off. Hey. <laughs> it's like, hey. I tweeted that one time. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, the big bucks. Yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, it's because he went to jail. That's what happened. He went to jail because of Vice. Is what happened. I don't know if you guys knew this. Vice did a documentary, did a noisy documentary yeah. on Migos, and Takeoff was like, "Yeah, we sell weed, blah blah." On the documentary, and he had like a pound of weed or something just to be like gangster or whatever. Mm. And then it, this is in Georgia, so Georgia yeah. was like, "Uh, we have evidence that this dude yeah. has a pound of yeah, weed." Yeah. He's probably uh, got more. Watch this documentary, and yeah. so like they used that as um, probable cause or whatever to get a warrant to search their studio or whatever, and then they arrested Take Takeout went to jail for like two years. Damn, the for, underlying theme of this whole interview is fuck Vice. Trash. Yeah, fuck Vice. Was he real. off, uh, I remember that clip of, uh, what's his nuts being like, 
Hey, uh, so how do you feel about being on the, the Bad and Bougie song? Like, oh, yeah. We're talking about, about yeah, Bad and Bougie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about Bad and Bougie. Does it look like I was on Bad and Bougie? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't even talk. He can't even yeah. mumble. He can't even talk. He's mumble. Yeah. He mumble raps and mumble talks. Do, 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 it look like, do it look like I was left off Bad and Bougie? Yeah, that's yeah. What, do it look like I was left off Bad and Bougie? Do it look like I was left off Bad and Bougie? It was like every time he repeated it, it was harder to tell. It's harder to tell, yeah. What? Do I look like my movie? Bad boobies? What? Yeah. What are you saying? Dude. Yeah, man. But that was the night, man. Neil, what a fucking treat to yeah, have you. Yeah, this was fun, man. On, uh, this week's episode of Another Shitty Podcast. Uh, for all of our listeners, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, hit me at Neil Nanda, N-E-E-L-N-A-N-D-A, Twitter, Instagram. I post a lot of content on Instagram, so check out my stand-up. Um, go to my website, neilnanda.com. I'm going to be in New York next week. I'm going to be in New York. September 28th through October 10th, headlining the comic strip October yeah. 2nd. We're almost sold out, dude. We got like 20, yeah. we got 20 tickets left. So get tickets right now. Promo code Neil for $5 off. Um, I'm also headlining the Laughing Skull in Atlanta October 24th through the 27th or 28th of that weekend. You'll see. And just go to the website. And uh, I'm headlining in Minneapolis November 7th through the 8th at the Comedy Corner Underground. Uh, but other than that, I got a bunch of other dates on my website. I'm in Alabama. I'm doing a one-nighter. I'm, I'm all over the place. So go check out the show. Dude, hell yeah. For sure, man. Thank you for having me. Cheers, buddy. Thanks Look, for coming yeah. out. Mad fun. I want to see if you can guess who it is I'm doing an impression of. All right, let me get into character. You got to guess who it is, though. <clears throat> okay, here it goes. Uh, duh. Hey, duh. If you do anything wrong in your life, and I find out about it, I'm going to try to take everything away from you. And I don't care what I find out. It could be today, tomorrow, 15, 20 years from now. If I find out, you're fucking duh, finished. Who, who's that? That's you. That's what the audience sounds like to me. All right. We're going to send it to Nick Grace for this week in basketball. This week in basketball, Nick found a title track from White Men Can't Jump that's hilarious. Look that shit up. But most importantly, the Kansas Jayhawks are under the hot poker of the NCAA for money violations. What I really want to see is the via adidas and i'm gonna just that's a softball for trent bruce go ahead and try to hit this out of the park i mean i don't have much uh data i haven't paid attention to college sports in a minute but fuck kansas fuck the whole state of kansas fuck kansas state no one really cares about you but ku the jayhawks can suck the biggest fucking that (laughs) anyone has ever had like, whatever's on record, they can suck it. They're terrible. They're scum in the universe. Uh, Kirk Heinrich, that was a long time ago. <laughs> fuck Kirk Heinrich. What, about, what are your thoughts on Nick Collison? I don't know who that is, but fuck him. He was there when Kirk Heinrich was there. Cool. Fuck him, too. <clears throat> Drew Gooden. I kind of liked Paul Pierce a little bit, but he was a Jayhawk. I'm just from Missouri. It stems from our... Literally from like Civil War times, but I hate that place. I hate the Jayhawks, uh, even though we're not in the same conference anymore. They're bitch asses. They're losers. They're. I don't have anything else nice to say.
the long and the short of it is that Bill Self is sort of implicated because he didn't say anything money-related in text messages that were leaked, but he did say to Adidas reps, we need better players or we need... Uh, we need bigger, better guys or something, insinuating that Adidas needed to pay them and send them to the university. The best thing that everyone needs to take away from this... Kansas sucks. ...is that Kansas sucks, Trent Bruce is furious, and now we're just going to sit here and wait to see if the NCAA actually punishes a team that's really important to the success of the NCAA. And now we're going to send it over to Trent Bruce, who's going to give us few little tidbits on the wrestling world. Thank you, Nick. Uh, still upset that we've even talked about Kansas on our podcast. But you know what? That segment's done. F*** Kansas. Who knows? M-I-Z-F-K-U. That's what it is. There you go. All right, got that out of my system. Uh, wrestling. Rumored that Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, Johnny Gimmick, whatever name you want to fill in there. This man has too many nicknames. I've already lost interest. Yeah. Uh, well, he's worked in so many wrestling companies, so he's had to like change his last name. Uh, he's known as John Morrison in WWE. He just signed a contract with him again. He hasn't been with the company in, I don't know, 8, 10 years, so he's coming back to WWE. That's very interesting. His now wife, Taya Valkyrie, works for Impact Wrestling. I wonder if that means she's going to come over to WWE as well. We'll see. I've met John a couple times. seen him wrestle locally. I met him at uh, WrestleCon. Nice guy. Very athletic guy. You know, he's not a young buck anymore, but uh, he can still really work really well, and he's in tremendous shape, and he's a stunt double as well. So it's, it's, congrats to getting that contract. Hope you do well. AEW premieres on TNT October 2nd, Wednesday, October 2nd, and we'll be going around the same or on the same time as WWE's program NXT, which is now on USA at the same time, same day. As we all know, Vince McMahon has a giant ego. Um, he heard about AEW going to TNT at that time, so he took um, his program and put it on USA at that time. So I think that's just cool for the sport. I, I mean, it's great for... Not for individual businesses, but good for the fan. Yeah, that's exactly. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Um, if you're listening to this show and you used to like wrestling and want to get back into it, this is a great time to do so. Trent is standing there with open arms for yeah, you. There's so much great stuff going on right now. And if you've never watched and if you're interested, pop on TNT, pop on USA. And then um, October 4th, uh, which is, holy shit, next Friday... Uh, SmackDown is going to Friday night. They're moving it from Tuesday. It originated taped Tuesday and then aired on Thursday. And then they went to it being just live on Tuesday. Now it's going to be live on Fridays uh, on Fox, prime time on Fox. It's the first time that ever uh, any wrestling program has been prime time. Just think about that word right there, prime time. I've been seeing their commercials. On network television. Their commercials are awesome, and I don't know if you, because I know you've seen the commercials, but I don't know if you've noticed, there's two Michigan State clips in that commercial. There are. Yes. Yep. Yes. 
Yes. We had, back in 2013, we had an offensive lineman that was obsessed with Daniel Bryan. Dude, what a great thing. He used to do the yes thing all the time. Now he's about veganism or something. Trash. Yeah, saving the planet. Quite an unfortunate turn, but... It's kind of funny because it's a bad guy. Yeah, (laughs) of course it's a bad guy. Real f***ing me. Um, wants to hear that person talk. But anyway, (laughs) Michigan State's in it twice, and who doesn't like that? Yeah. So Also, let me just say this, because I've said this before when we've been talking about wrestling and about how brand content, for whatever reason, has been awful Mm -hmm. (laughs) publicity-wise with the WWE, and it's almost successful despite or in spite of itself. That commercial's fantastic. So cool, right? It's amazing. The one with like all the fans and then splicing clips of like wrestling and like pop culture. They must have they must have finally hired somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Well it's Fox. So There you go. Um yeah, it's a something I don't know, three, four, five billion dollar deal that they signed. B as in boy billion. Hey, somewhere in that billions of dollars or somebody knows how to be a graphic designer. So, so good. It's exciting, man. It's a good time to be a fan, a lot of wrestling. Yeah, AEW, we're gonna have so much content to watch. It's gonna be interesting to see the Tuesday program SmackDown go to Friday with pay per view still being on Sunday. So you're not gonna have your your T V time's gonna be Friday and if you're on the pay per view, you are then Saturday, Sunday, rather than your T V time Tuesday travel, do road shows, untelevised shows, how they call it house shows. And then if there's a pay-per-view Sunday. So it's gonna be interesting. But I mean, you could say on the other end the pay-per-view is on Sunday and then your show's on Monday or Tuesday. So there's not that much break anyways. It's gonna be fine. Cool. It's just gonna be interesting that it's spaced out now that way. But anyways, very exciting time. I believe there's gonna be each week with AEW and WWE alone, uh, not including TNA, not including, or TNA's not a thing anymore, not including Impact, Ring of Honor, or New Japan, or other things that I'm forgetting. Just WWE and AEW, there's going to be nine hours, I believe, of live wrestling a week. Wow. Yeah. Cool. What do you got for us in the ways of hip hop? I got a sweet little body as you're rolling in the caddy with me. Well, this week in hip-hop, uh, Kanye's still teasing his supposed gospel album. It's supposed to come out in a day from when we recorded this. Uh, it's not going to. Uh, at this point, who really cares? Um, I don't know, man. He came out with Ye, and I, like, I didn't really fuck with it. I listened to it a few times. I don't know. I, it sucks because I'm such a huge fan of his music, but all his other shit has made it very, very... Difficult to give a shit about him. Or to stay on board. Yeah, to support him. Uh, but in other words, or in other news, I did go to Wale's album release show, mm-hmm. which I've already mentioned, and still hungover. I need coffee, I need food. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got any hip hop news, Nick? Nope, but by the time this episode airs, we may have or may have not seen Paul Cawthon live. Oh, my dude. Shout out Paul Cawthon and Desir. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing them on the first. If you're in Los Tuesday. Angeles, if you're, in, if you're in Los Angeles, uh, Tuesday, October 1st at the Moroccan Theater, or Moroccan Lounge. Moroccan something. Yeah. It's if downtown. T- yeah. If the tickets aren't sold out, they're really cheap, and they're a bargain. Paul posted it sold out. It is? Yeah. Oh. So you'll have to do StubHub or something. But it's only 15 bucks. Okay. And honestly, and I agree with Nick, he's the first one that said it, but he thinks Paul Cawthon's 
uh, country album is one of the best he's heard in a while. Mm. Um, it's phenomenal. It's uh, the truth. I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and I think that the success of it all is because the songs feel very lived in. Mm. They feel very honest. Mm. From the heart. Yeah, and it's cool. It's a it's like a funk country music, and then the song, the the lyrics themselves, and the way he sings it, it's gospel. Mm. So it's it is great. Well, you described it as. Um... Yeah, it's 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 um it's a lot like a plane taking off and landing. The takeoff of a, of a flight is always really fast, mm. and the landing is way more of a gradual thing. And that's how that album operates. It's a great way to describe it. The first. Are you a music critic? For, if I was a music critic, I would just be talking shit the whole time about everything. I mean, that's a critic. Can you believe that? Stephen A. Smith of music. Can you believe what, what this one person said this one time yeah. when it was acceptable to say it and now it's not acceptable? No, we're talking. But anyway, <laughs> the, music, the album is phenomenal because the first, it's front-loaded hype-wise the first four or five songs, and then it slowly lets you down. And if you just if you listen to the words and what the, what he's saying, it's it's a lot of shit. This week in hip hop has now turned into this week in country, Yeehaw! and that's this week in country. Thank you once again to everyone who decided to tune in and turn up to another shitty podcast. Thank you, Neil Nanda, for coming on the show. Big, being big shout out, Neil. Absolutely hilarious and knowledge drop bomby. And that was great. I love that. A little bit of a, a, a piano savant. Yeah. Which was kind of nice. Delicious. He, Trent walked into the room and he was just sitting over there tickling the ivories, which was pretty cool. <laughs> so thank you, Neil, for coming on the show. I want to shout out my friend and roommate, Vince Vallejo, who's over in Jerusalem right now on a little bit of a sabbatical, just having fun, checking things out and, and exploring the world. Trent, you got anyone you want to shout out? Yeah, friend of the pod, <clears throat> Justin Holsey. We're going to have him on at some point. Justin Holsey, a singer, songwriter, great guy. He just came out with a new song you can check out, I believe, on All Things Music. I listen to it on Spotify. Uh, but yeah, Justin Holsey, a uh, new song that came out called Fun Gun. Fun Gun. Uh, so, kind of political shit. Song's great, very upbeat, but with some like serious shit going on so i like the juxtaposition of the song yeah and if you guys need some new music check him out all his stuff is great cool and one other person we need to shout out that i forgot about is our friend brandon erickson because he's i think we said it earlier way earlier in the episode but he's moving into town yeah. tomorrow that's the exciting. 27th 27th of september so we're, we're we're stoked to have him back and we've been wanting him to come back for yeah quite a while it's good so thank you guys for listening if you manage to come across this podcast some other way than actually searching for it, here's how you could find it. It is another shitty podcast. It's available literally anywhere that podcasts are found. You just type in another S asterisk 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 Y podcast. Or apparently Apple is cool with the swear words now, which is great for me because I have a problem with it. <laughs> And you can just straight up say the word shitty, another shitty podcast. You can type in Nick Grace, you can type in Trent Bruce if you want, but we're out there. Please listen, please subscribe, please rate us, and leave a comment if you want. Oh, why are you swimming? She's, a swimmer. She's not a swimmer. What is she? She's a runner. She's God a runner. damn it. Whatever. Don't put that in there. And last but certainly not least, as Trent's over there in the corner 
running and jumping over things. We didn't have enough time to get Lolo Jones on the podcast, but we're really looking forward to that day when it comes. Goodbye. Y'all can't move with me in this digital space.